The mushroom cloud rose menacingly over Hiroshima 75 years ago today, an event seared into world history and more so in the mind of Toshiko Tanaka. She was right under that cloud, just six years old, and miraculously survived. I remember the horror of that day, blinding light like thousands of strobe lights, my body thrown to the ground. At 81, she says she's been blessed to live, her mission now banning all nuclear weapons. What became Hiroshima's ground zero was once its humming commercial district of Nakajima, with city hall, restaurants, and cafes. But on August 6, 1945, the Enola Gay Super Fortress bomber dropped its payload on the city, a five-ton nuclear bomb nicknamed Little Boy. The atom bomb exploded just a third of a mile over this river, killing an estimated 80,000 people instantly and leveling about 90% of the city. But that building, now known as the Atomic Bomb Dome, was one of the few things left standing. A testament to the tragedy of war, it now stands aligned with tributes to peace, the Peace Flame and Peace Memorial Museum, newly renovated in time for the 75th anniversary. Dimmed rooms spotlight the day of the bombing. Irradiated artifacts tell the stories of those who died in an instant. Torn clothes, a tricycle, a lunch never eaten. Photographs of burn victims hang on the walls next to artwork by survivors. There can't be two Alpha Titans. Check one, two. I'm rolling. Check one, two. We've already written the check. We have to do this. Yes, we have. <laughs> Check writing, check writing, check writing, one, two. Are you guys ready to, you guys all rolling? Yeah. Yep. One, two, three, test. Welcome to Speak All Evil, the podcast you are warned about. I'm Trent here with Kevin, Kat, and Dave. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Quite a show this week. Mm -hmm. um, I am a little bit nervous because we haven't had many guests on this show. We've had, I don't know, like no guests really. We've had Jay Brown. We've mm. had um, Spose. Who else? Oh, Spose was on the and show, of course. Ben's that was our dead. biggest. Our, and Ben, yes, of course. Uh, tonight, we have a guest who uh, quite literally dwarfs those guests. And I'm kind of out of sorts, you know. I'm I'm a little uh, bashful, I guess, uh, about tonight's uh, whole show. Um, I think that he is uh, uh, he. Well, he's still in the green room. He, I, he's warm. He's got a whole routine. I don't know. I've talked to his handlers a little bit, um, but I I haven't spoken directly to Mr. Zilla. So I you know want to do this right. Um, we just watched. King Kong. Wait, it's called Godzilla versus Kong, right? The new one. Yeah. Yes. The other one, he did not get uh, the top billing on. So I, I think, uh, yes. His, yes. his new entertainment lawyer is doing a much better job <laughs> getting his name out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, maybe you want to tell us about Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong 2021. This was supposed to come out last year. This is sort of wrapping up Universal's uh, MonsterVerse. But with the money it's making, we'll see. Because is any franchise really ever over? 
So this is an interesting one directed by Adam Wingard, who is comes up a lot in, in horror. Adam Wingard's known for Horrible Way to Die, You're Next, The Guest, The Blair Witch, uh, Death Note, which came out a few years ago on Netflix. And essentially, it, it is what it is, man. These movies were bred from movies like Armageddon, uh, where you're just going to throw together mm. a bunch of famous people and pretty faces. You're going to kind of split them up. So you've got like your you, you've got like three main factions here in Godzilla versus Kong. You've got Alexander Skarsgård as Dr. Nathan Lind. Rebecca Hall is Dr. Eileen Andrews. And then you've got Kaylee Hoddle as Gia, who is the star of the show other than Kong. And they're sort of they're trying to deal with Kong. They want to get Kong out of this habitat that they've built in. So since the 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 parts of Skull Island, Kong Skull Island, the movie, they've built Skull Island into this big habitat protecting King Kong and and assuming protecting maybe us from Kong as well. They're trying to get King Kong to this place called like the Hollow Earth. On the other side in Team uh, Godzilla is Millie Bobby Brown as Madison, Julian Dennison as Josh, a brilliant Brian Tyree Henry as Bernie, and then Kyle Chandler as Madison's dad, c- barely coming back from his, his uh, <clears throat> earlier Godzilla King of the Monsters. Then you've got, I guess, the bad guys. You have Shinogri Ren Serizawa, Isaac Gonzalez as Maya Simmons and Damian Bashir as Walter Simmons. They are part of some big company that you get really bad vibes from quickly. But essentially, Godzilla is attacking shit. Nobody knows why. They thought he was here to help us. They're trying to get Kong moved because if there are two alphas, they will fight. And then you get about an hour and 53 minutes of Kong and Godzilla fighting. A few minutes here and there of character development. It's exactly what they build it to be. It's exactly what people were going to go to the movies to find is very little character development and plot development and a shitload of really cool CGI'd action. That's basically it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I took mm. it for what it was. Uh, I, 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 the reason I mentioned Armageddon is it reminded me of sitting in a movie theater in, in like 1998 and watching Armageddon as a teenager and being like, this is so stupid, but I can't stop watching Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis and Liv Tyler and shit blow up and are they gonna save the earth and how are they gonna land on the asteroid? This one was the same thing. It was like, you know, what cool stuff am I gonna see next? Turn your brain off uh, and just enjoy it. I think I think Wingard did a good job um, and I would highly recommend going on YouTube and looking at some of the behind the scenes stuff because it's hilarious. I was watching it with my daughter and she was like, can you imagine how stupid they feel? Like they're acting with nothing there. Like all these scenes, they're acting. So we went on YouTube and found a bunch of videos of them doing like the, some of these really seminal scenes from the movie. And there literally is nothing there. So it's actually <laughs> even funnier than some of like the dialogue scenes in the movie. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Kat, what did you think? So this kind of film is the is the kind of movie that I would eat an edible and then go to the movie theater to watch. That's the kind of sure. zone. Like it's like a Marvel movie, you know. I you know, not going to be a lot of substance, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be pretty baked and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to eat my popcorn, going to drink my cherry coke. I'm going to have a great time. This movie I don't think was made for me to watch on my iPad um because my <laughs> internet went out. <laughs> so that what? put a, a damper on it. Um, I know. But um, I think there was some plot happening in the film. 
I it moved along very fast. The pacing was very much a here's what's happened. We gotta lock this down. Blah blah. blah. I think. There were some, this was a sequel, right? So there were two films I probably should have watched before I watched this one because they moved some plot lines along very quickly and I struggled to keep up. Um, but then I watched Monster Fighting, so that was nice. Um, I always get bummed out when there's a sad monkey, so I was happy that things worked out for Kong in the end, maybe, hopefully. Um, I did like that I got to stare at Alexander Skarsgård for like an hour so that was cool for me um but yeah you know uh, it was a film for sure <laughs> it fits the yeah. definition of a movie well i felt there's two different ways you can go um i feel like the kong stuff uh no offense to anyone in the house tonight uh is a little deeper they'd have more character development they have more scenery changes um, and a lot of the Godzilla stuff takes place in a harbor somewhere in a control room. And like Kat, you were saying, they just kind of like lay out the, the plot and all the dialogue in the control room. And then it goes back and forth from like an ocean and Godzilla's fighting. So <laughs> this could have gone either way. I felt like it kind of went a little bit more towards the Godzilla kind of vibe and I, f I feel like Godzilla has always kind of cheapened Kong over the years I feel like Kong just has Ooh. a little bit more substance no offense but I, I did like this movie um, I watched it five times and I watched it at three o'clock in the morning when it first hit HBO you did <laughs> yes you did I did we know yeah. we have a time stamped we know that yes <laughs> uh, but uh, I hated it the first time I watched it. And then the last time I watched it, I realized like when I watched these movies when I was a little, little kid, uh, when Godzilla and Kong were like new to me, uh, I just watched the action. I didn't even know what the hell was going on. I didn't care. I just watched the fighting scenes because I liked the big monsters and the creatures. So I like this for those parts. It's like... A, uh, Final Destination, where you could literally skip through all the stuff in between and just go to the action scenes, and it's still a good movie. But uh, it's it was a little... There was a lot of characters that just didn't need to be there. It was just star power. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole plot line with Millie Bobby Brown was just totally not needed at all. Uh, there was very few characters that were needed. I thought Rebecca Hall was great. I just loved her. Matter of fact, it's Godzilla line that is like in all the trailers <laughs> and it's, it's uh i loved it it was like christine uh all over again i'm, I'm kind of uh, um i'm in a bit of a tough spot here because of course uh mr zilla will be uh joining us soon and i hate to be the skunk at the party uh anytime uh, no, you but don't I'm conflict <laughs> there's there's years of proof that you don't like that i i tried to uh be honest so that you know that you know if i say something i mean it and i despised this movie <laughs> i could not i'm not gonna soft sell it sure i could come in and i could say like oh well you know for what it was what does that mean <laughs> for what it was it's a movie it's a terrible Don't, terrible dude, movie we could talk like this in private we have I know. a guest I know. tonight, and I don't know if he should. <laughs> I know. I, Mr. Zilla, I know. If Mr. Zilla is listening, I don't, you know. This yeah, is the, did again, we turn off audio to the green room? Yeah, turn mute audio. 
I don't think he can hear us. I absolutely <laughs> hated this movie. I just, I don't understand. Like, when people say, like, oh, it was a good time for what it is, like, how is that a good time? If something is terrible, I don't think it's a good time. You can't just say, like, oh, it's good for what it is, which is terrible. Why would you want to watch uh, something terrible? Um, I, I felt bad for um, Chubbuck. What's that? That's Chris. That's from Christine. Chubbuck, yeah, Christine Chubbuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah Chubbuck. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. Hall. So Chubbuck confused. is only in like, this, okay, yeah. Uh, they should have mixed uh, Christine and this movie and she would have just been like, it's Godzilla. <laughs> you, know the, you know what? That's a great idea. There was an opportunity for that with, with like the original that we're going to talk about with all the newscasting and stuff. They could have actually just had Chubbuck be you know the newscaster and, mm-hmm. and so her only role in the movie is just to like cut back to her with a clumsy edit and she can say something like kong bows to no one <laughs> like, or it's just so bad i hated it um i was angry this morning maybe you guys got the vibe uh from my uh my text messages i was unhappy i think the show has gone totally off the rails here we're talking about uh, you know, what are we going to talk about? Captain America next? Like, this is just, um, <laughs> this not cinema. It would be well, my, I guess I would say this oh, is not cinema. Calm down. Uh, I guarantee you, you, did you enjoy the fight in Japan? No. Really? Nope. I, I love the fight in Japan. That part was the best part by far. The only part of that that I did like was that it reminded me of uh, Gaspar No, who we talked about uh, a, a ways back, just because of like the um, all the neon and stuff like that. I thought oh, that was right. cool for like oh. one second. I was like, what, have, then, what did I miss in this yeah. film? Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> Godzilla. He, he crushed, he crushed the dance studio. He crushed the dance studio from Climax. I will say, how many people were smushed in that battle? I think that's the real question here. How many innocent lives were lost because they had to fight it out in the middle of a city? That's all I'm going to say. Well, you know, I expected, I don't know why I expected a darker movie. I think we all should know that, especially right now, like these box offices are trying to make tons of money off these movies and they're putting out stuff for, you know, little kids and to be like a summer blockbuster, happy meal. I'm, I'm expecting to get to get a Happy Meal and get the axe that Kong had in, and it like glows, <laughs> it's got like a little switch. But, you know, I thought that was lame actually, that, that Kong had a weapon. Yeah, it was like, there's always gotta be, it was very Marvel, again, bringing it back. It's like, it was like Thor's hammer. He's just like ju- juicing it up with the go-go is, juice. Is Kong uh, Wiccan? With all these, those gemstones and everything, is floating <laughs> he's around got- and, uh, like, I don't know, his some sort of homeopathic uh, rejuvenating uh, spa that he was going through there. Yeah. The he takes a full earth. moon bath, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I was almost out the very opening scene. The very opening scene where they're playing this oldie and Kong is so like bad. having so fun bad. and taking a shower in the, in the <laughs> yeah, scratching his butt and taking a shower in the waterfall. Like, come on. Um, I did like the angle of like Kaylee Hoddle's character of Gia, you know, Kong in all the Kong movies. He falls for, you know, some attractive blonde woman. 
and carries her to the top of a building, except for the movie we're going to talk about next, which is the original 1962, where it's it's a, a, a brunette. But he still carries someone to the top of a building. I liked the 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 Gia character, this little deaf girl. She was from the Iwo tribe that we met in Skull Island, and she has this bond with Kong, and she's taught him sign language. I like that stuff. I see Trent just like... His eyes are all the way in the back of his head. He just rolled them so hard. But <laughs> so hey, what can, what can I tell you? I, I I liked it. I liked that Rebecca Hall learned sign language for the movie, so she could have a relationship with this little girl. Um, there's you know there's things to like, and and Cat's right. Looking at Alex Alexander Skarsgård isn't that bad. It is right. weird seeing actors of the caliber of like Hall and Skarsgård in a summer blockbuster like this. You know when I mostly know Skarsgård from. You know, like hold the dark, like the Jeremy Saulnier movie, um, and obviously Great Rebecca movie. Hall from Christine that we've talked about on the show. But they have big budget experience. You know, Rebecca Hall was in Iron Man three. Uh, Skarsgård has done some, some, you know, more more uh, mainstream stuff. Although he, he did was Tarzan, me- he did Melancholia too, the Lars von Trier flick, and uh, was great in that. Oh. Um, what interests me the most to get away from the substance, since we're not going to agree on that, I'm really interested in. Uh, the directors that they picked for the for the Godzilla monster verse. So, Dave, you're saying you went into this expecting it to be more dark. I did as well because the first two Godzilla movies are pretty dark, not just like in the way that they're shot, but just like tonally, they're a lot more dark than this one was. But you're right, this one was very bright. It had to have sort of that, you know, the inspiration uh, feel for Kong's character. Um, but I just I like the fact that. You have Godzilla that came out in 2014, and they let Gareth Edwards direct it, when all he had done to that point was, like, the $15,000 indie horror monsters. And then you had Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is why we have Millie Bobby Brown and everything. That's the only tie to uh, Godzilla versus Kong. And they let Michael Doherty direct that. And all he had done up until then was Trick or Treat and Krampus. Uh, and then you give this wow. one to Adam Wingard. So I'm impressed that like some of these studios are giving some of these, you know, these indie horror people shots at these big, big movies. Even though, even though we don't like them, I kind of enjoy that. I like seeing these indie horror yeah. directors kind of get a payday. You know, S- same thing with Peter Jackson. You know, look where he came from. He gets Lord of the Rings. And what does his pa- what does his passion project end up being? 2005's version of King Kong. Terrible. Also, I hated that. I love that. Um. I think that was the first movie I ever remember literally weeping in the movie theater too. So King Kong, oh, King five Kong, two thousand five, starring Jack Black. I I was in high school. I had never felt feelings like that before for a monkey. You know what a I mean? Big hairy so man. it was just a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say what I what I really hated about this movie because we're currently on a podcast. Is the podcast in the movie, Ooh. even though I love the character of Bernie, I love how they just like to gloss over that like this this one guy with the podcast just figured out all of this crazy conspiracy shit, but none of the intelligence agencies we have or like government oversight committees could figure out like what Apex was doing. That did that did uh, almost kind of make me just like sigh and be like, come on. I think that the best. Kong movie is Skull Island by far. And Agreed. I think the best Godzilla movie is the one that the guy from that did Monsters. The 2014? Yeah. Not those, the Matthew Broderick the, one. 
No, the oh, one the God. one with uh, Heisenberg in it. Oh, yes. Walter White's in it. it. Yeah. yeah, Brian Cranston is it's in, good. in it's, that. It's dark. You hardly see Godzilla at all. That's, that was why it got panned, but I like that you hardly see Godzilla at all. Nope. No offense to anyone in the house. Oh, oh my goodness. I keep forgetting. Um, I guess I don't know if I should save my uh, critique of Godzilla's appearance for when Godzilla is here. Um, I was surprised at uh, how he looked in this. He drinks a lot. He, he looks he, like he, it. <laughs> he had a lot of brandy in the green room. There's like so much. Well, Kevin, you brought up the podcasting thing. That was like, on one hand, that was like so incredibly stupid. Like every single thing about this movie is so stupid and like to me is unenjoyable. But I did like that it made podcasting look bad, which it should, you know? So I, I kind of like, I appreciated it for, um, for, being sort of scornful of podcasting, I thought, which you should be. Who is that? Is that got, is that Mr. Zilla? Is he coming in? I think he just used the bathroom again. <laughs> <laughs> All that brandy. That was a, that was an expensive porta potty, by the way. I feel like yeah, I'm, I feel kind of weird like talking about the movie without you know when when Mr. Zilla is uh, in the green room and you know ready to join us. Yeah, like when we set this whole thing up, I didn't really realized that I wasn't going to like the movie and I didn't even think of that being mm, a possible same. outcome mm -hmm. and then his manager hooked all this up and he's on the show and now I feel like we're not going to have I mean the 1962 one we're going to talk about next I mean it's really I mean it's even hard to say if it's better or but worse it's that's why we're here though you know we're here to tell our opinions you know let's talk about something different we could talk he likes the new Harry Styles record. We could talk about that. <laughs> the title cards in this, absolutely terrible. I like title cards, and we've talked about uh, title cards in movies and how well that can be used, how effective it can be. Um, absolutely atrocious in this. Just insulting. Nobody involved in this movie. It's just so weird because I like Adam Wingard um, as far as I love You Are Next. Uh, I thought that the Blair Witch 2016 was pretty good. Um, and I actually am curious to see uh, Pop Skull and... I haven't seen Pop Skull. Um, and I haven't seen uh, his first one, Homesick. But uh, yeah, I was introduced to him with A Horrible Way to Die. And then I didn't pick him up again until You're Next, The Guest, Blair Witch, Death Note, and now this one. And there's some more in between there. They're not necessarily horror, but... Um, and he, he's one of the sort of like the mumblecore directors that uses a lot of the same actors, which I which I like, you know, when someone kind of finds like their their troop, their squad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know why you'd be looking for a title card to give you warm the, and fuzzies. The, in a the movie entire called. movie is all title cards. Trent, it just keeps doing that. If you had to. Is there any single thing about this movie that you liked? Could yes. you pick anything? OK, what? one one thing. Yeah. Uh, during one of the uh, the battles, I guess, or like the main battle between Kong and Zilla, one of them, and I don't remember which one of them it is, one of them uh, slams the other's head into like the turnbuckle. I don't know if you guys ever watch like pro wrestling, <laughs> but there's a there's a total move where there's like a turnbuckle head slam. And if you watch pro wrestling, like you know that's that's a move. I did like that. That was, the that was like very that. good. Cool. That's the only thing. I will That's say it. that this had 
this had a line of dialogue that's right up there with like like Texas Chainsaw 3D's like do your thing cuz that just gave me like total pause and even my daughter who was watching it literally looked at me and said why did he say it that way and it's when <laughs> it's when Walter Simmons the the head of Apex is like introducing you know uh, a new fighter a new thing into the battle and he says it's not only Godzilla's equal but his superior I had a lot of money on this, and I, I know I, you guys had talked to your bookies, and you guys put in some bets. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, I, I personally had some money on Kong, uh, and I was, I was pretty psyched. I was just wondering if you guys, uh, w- what your bets were for this. The only thing I really remember about the end was when the bread song comes on. All I need is the air. Yeah. <laughs> was so weird. Yeah, yeah which I love that song. Weird, me too. Great it's song. It's been stuck in my head all day. Um, but uh, but terrible again. Weird ending. Just, it's just yeah. another terror. It was. I terrible. have a I have a shady bookie, uh, and he he won't uh, he won't give me my money back because he uh, he declares that there's no winner. You can't have a winner if you want sequels. You know. Well, we can find out. From the champ coming up next, Podzilla. You guys ready? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from. Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen come. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brain. Okay, everyone can just uh, put on their second mask real quick. Guys, put... Yeah, put on put on two. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to need two because the uh, radiation levels are about to spike considerably. Uh, yeah, I, I would actually do all three, Cat. Yes, put on all three masks and make sure that's cinched up. Kevin, can you? Yeah, just make sure she's tied uh, on the back there. And we want to be as responsible and safe as we can here while this radiation is uh, about to make uh, Fukushima look like a child's play here. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually going to leave the room, but you guys... Uh, you can just stay in here and if, yeah, you know what? I would even just throw that uh, that plastic bag right there. Yeah, I, I would just put that right over your head and we'll, we'll uh, yeah, tie that up. Thank you. And just make sure that it doesn't matter if we can see you or you can speak or whatever. Just you're going to want to put that on there because, yeah, the radiation levels are going to be so dangerous that... You really can't afford to make any mistake, and uh, you, you don't want to breathe. You want to just, yeah, right, exactly, exactly, right there. Just lay down. Okay. Such an interesting monster, too. In my business, you meet so many interesting people. But the most interesting ones are the monsters. I'm a motherfucking monster!
I am honored uh, and somewhat humbled to have our uh, fourth ever guest on the show. Please welcome Godzilla. All right. Hi, welcome. What's up? So excited. Such a cool dude. Mr. Zilla, in addition to the new Godzilla versus Kong, uh, we actually watched uh, the 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla. Original King Kong versus Godzilla is now free on YouTube. And th- this movie has kind of a fraught history, but you can't possibly be getting any royalties or any payments from the original King Kong versus Godzilla. Anybody can just search it up. Oh, yeah. Um, how did you feel about living on an island that was full of people in blackface? Not uh, good. Didn't like it very much. I can understand. Not good. Not good by For the sure. sounds of it. Mm, and uh, given cigarettes, also kind of a yeah, just children ins- insult to cigarettes. injury. I feel like yeah. But wait, wasn't that mm-hmm. Kong? Oh. This is the first time that either of these characters were filmed in color. So were you a little nervous about the fact that you would always had, I don't know, maybe the comfort of black and white? And and now you were going to be in full color in front of everybody. Did you do anything to change your appearance? Did that give you a little more apprehension on set? Or, or did it give you more confidence? How did you feel about it? Gojira uh, means gorilla whale. People sometimes they do nude scenes for this or that, when it's uh, appropriate. But somehow, this guy's pulled off an entire career of being nude the whole time. What is he? A gorilla, a whale, a lizard, an avocado? What the hell is he? Spicy avocado. Uh, you know, one, one thing I've always noticed, uh, Mr. Zilla, and, and I this goes from all the way, uh, I can't believe, first of all, we should uh, mention that King Kong versus Godzilla, 1962, is only the third Godzilla movie. It's only the third appearance that you, sir, have ever made in uh, a feature film. And one thing that I noticed is that even from your your third feature film appearance to today's Godzilla versus Kong, the thunder thighs. Why why do you think it is that your thighs are? Okay. Can't bring that up. Well, you know, I'm gonna jump on Zilla's side and say that uh, thick thighs save lives, Trent. So, you know, they come in handy for sure. I was just gonna say that, that the original story for for Godzilla was a, an allegory for Hiroshima, and it had a, a way more political message. Um, Godzilla, do you feel like that you like sold out? You know, just to sell tickets in hollywood for american fans or i i i hate to be that i hate to be that guy and you know far be it for me um but i i have to admit i do like the earlier work better than the the current incarnation i i feel like the the early stuff is very fun it's very silly it's very openly campy there's people sewn into suits and they're picking up model trains and things like that and I, I just really enjoy that I wondered if, if your experience though uh, was different now where you probably don't even have to do anything like you're just like a, a video game or something go back to his roots and like play the I, hits I just, like your old, I just like your old stuff yeah exactly play the hits 
I, I thought the uh, original King Kong versus Godzilla was really fun. In stark very fun. contrast to the new one, I, I enjoyed it. I did like all yeah, the I mean, tiny trains and tanks and stuff. Matchbox that was probably cars, my favorite part. Matchbox tanks. Yeah. I loved it. I liked this one a lot. Nora and I watched it a few times and like laughed. Um, <clears throat> but then like look, like researching it, you know, I noticed, I, I love what they were doing. You know, they said that they were essentially just satirizing the television industry in Japan. And watching it through that lens, I was like, that's amazing. It's totally what they're doing. Apparently, professional wrestling was getting huge in Japan at the time. And right. they were showing matches. And there were people passing out and dying from the violence, allegedly. Uh, but mm. everybody was obsessed with TV ratings. Uh, and there's an important journalist, uh, Soichi Oya, who used to do a lot of pop culture stuff. And he stated, quote, uh, TV is creating a nation of 100 million idiots. And in 1962, I would like to tell that sir was very correct and yeah. even, if only you had seen facebook my friend i would love to see the japanese cut I, there's a million rumors out there about where where the footage is and what they cut out for the american version but apparently the japanese version is like way more funny has way more of like because there's characters you find that you kind of find amusing in this but they're there for like a second and I guess in the Japanese version, those were prominent characters, and it was literally supposed to be funny. The director has even said that Kong was supposed to seem drunk. Um, and the, the rubber suits are amazing. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, and this uh, initially, I, I think um, the original uh, animator of the original King Kong was involved in this. And there was supposed to be more stop motion animation in this. And it was actually supposed to be funny because they wanted to sort of like tilt this more to uh, a family audience. And this was when like Godzilla started to get cuddly. Excuse me, sir. I, I don't mean to. But from, from what I've read, this is when you were supposed to start appealing to a broader audience of um, children and be, be more of a Saturday morning cartoon type character than uh, you had been previously. I mean, speaking of Kong's original stop motion animator, who did come up with this story, Willis O'Brien... Uh, he had it completely stolen from him. John Beck, a producer, went behind his back, gave it to Toho, which we haven't mentioned yet, is the legendary Japanese movie studio, which still exists to this day. Um, and it was originally supposed to be Kong fighting Frankenstein. So, Zilla, you weren't even supposed to be in this. It's because wow. a producer stole the idea, took it to Ho Toho, and they said, nah, fuck Frankenstein, we want our boy in. H how do you feel about that? You feel like you got snuck into this, or, or you deserved it? Yeah, it it would. that's true. It would have been a short fight with Frankenstein. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I would also just point out that it did seem like when, uh, when Kong uh, stuck that tree in your mouth, that... That must have been a, a tough scene for you, to, and, and it's an interesting choice, and I think it's an empowering choice. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but then you let him do it to you in the new one. He shoved the axe down your throat. I mean, how did you not see that move move coming? You had it done to you years ago, shoved the tree down your throat. Now he shoves his axe down your throat. I mean, if there's a round three, are you going to be looking for that? 
Mr. Zilla? He wants us to talk about his son's rap album. <laughs> oh, the baby yeah, Zilla. Junior. Yeah. Because you're a junior. Yeah, we were chilling earlier. He, he's doing the rap music really now, cool I understand. Uh, yeah. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about uh, uh, Godzilla Jr.'s album. Link is in the profile, folks. No, 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 no. Can I, can I say something, please? This is so stupid. Why are we even pandering to this giant pompous avocado? He's been nothing but rude to us all day. He comes in here, he drinks all of our liquor. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I, no, you know what? I'm going to say something. Why are we even talking about these movies? None of us like them. What? You got to have an edible to enjoy the movie? You know what? If you need to be so baked out of your mind that you don't know what's going on to enjoy a film, maybe it's not a great film. And I'm not going to let some misogynistic green butthole come in here. He's shaking everybody's hand. Where's my handshake? I don't get one. Want to know why? Because I have a vagina. Is that why? All these movies are just a bunch of alpha male cockfighting marketed to fucking little kids. I mean, what's the point? I'm sorry, but I'm not afraid of you, all right? You're only here because we couldn't get King Kong, all right? There, I said it. What are you gonna do now, huh? That's my thought. 